Hello Spectrumites and other people, my name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum, the podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. This is episode 23, and it's February 1st. It's already February, people. How are your New Year's resolutions coming along? Did you finally throw that football over the mountain in January? I hope you're not already feeling bad that you didn't. No one expected you to, and neither should you. Throwing a football over the mountain, metaphorically speaking, is probably going to take a little more than a month to accomplish, and I haven't even finished my big novel yet. Today I wanted to share an article with you. It's an old one, about 10 years old, but it shares some insight into what it's like for someone who's neurotypical to be married to a spectrumite, and what that has meant. I'll share some of my own thoughts as I read it, but hopefully this helps you if you're neurotypical married to a spectrumite, or a spectrumite married to a neurotypical. This is on The Guardian, and it's called A Letter to My Husband, Who Has ASD, which stands for Autism Spectrum Disorder. And actually, before I jump right into it, like I said, the article is about 10 years old. I have owned at least several uh, different smartphones in between that time, and on every single one of my phones, I had this article bookmarked, so I've been holding on to this article for a very long time, and it's just always had an impact on me, and so I hope it means something to you. With that being said, I'll get into it. You didn't know you had ASD. None of us did. You were just a little odd, outdated, conventional. You learned the rules and followed them well. Flowers, compliments, paying for dinners out despite such little cash. You pulled out chairs, held doors, and bought thoughtful gifts. I'm going to break this up for a second and say, for me personally, this is a sign that her spectrumite husband was at least taught well growing up on the right social cues and how to be others-minded. I can't say that for sure, of course, but that's what I'm picking up from this. So, moving on. We moved into our first house, and it became a little hard. You were far more set in your ways than I expected, inflexible and precise. But being together was new, and we both thought it would improve, which over time, it sort of did. So, um, I'm going to break this up again (laughs) and say, it's one thing to date someone who's on the spectrum, it's another thing to be married to one. The two scenarios can be more different than you think. Even for me as a spectrumite myself, I experienced a a little shock in some areas after Kay Kay and I got married. I learned more about her schedule and the habits that were hidden from me before we said our vows. Okay, she didn't actually hide them, you get what I mean, I just didn't see them until we got married. I knew a few things going in, like how strict she was with her uh, sleep schedule, but I didn't know her meticulous routine in the mornings, how she wanted the dishwasher to be loaded, how she managed and prioritized finances, stuff like that. To be fair, there was stuff about me she never quite realized until we got married, like how my anxiety can affect me, how broken and inconsistent my sleep schedule is how much I can snore. Sure, this is something any newlywed couple can run into, but for autistic couples, it's learning about the nonverbal and the non-social habits that stem from our place on the spectrum that separates our experiences from the others. So moving on. Your quiet, self-contained nature drove me quietly nuts. You turned down invitations, left me to go to weddings and parties alone, and, most awkwardly of all, were standoffish and abrupt to my friends. So, I'm going to speak up again. This is something that's very relatable. My wife's quiet, self-contained nature has driven me nuts, and I have a pretty self-contained nature myself. 
we're married, we do a lot together, and we plan things out together, but my wife is a very private person. She's very relaxed in her mind. Sometimes her absence of worrying about things has frustrated me. I felt like it only makes sense to obsess over something to worry about, but that's not her. She takes things as they come, calmly addresses problems she has, and when she handles problems, there's very little emotion that drives her actions because she doesn't express a lot of emotions in the first place. She can be standoffish when she feels her social energy drain, which can be quickly, and sometimes there are days when she has very little energy to give at all. Moving on. It became easier to do things alone, and after realizing that, I was relieved but resentful. We bought a house, got married, and had a baby. And with that, the rot set in. You were obsessed with your needs, and at times of the was of the baby, but seemingly never interested in mine. The perceived lack of care for me, as I would lament to friends, continued. Your inability to communicate and have any empathy led me to stop bothering too, and I cannot ever begin to say how lonely that is to live with. So this is actually pretty important right here. It's really common for Spectrumites to be obsessed with their own needs, but oblivious to the needs of others, even the needs of people they love. I've felt like my wife doesn't care about my needs or my interests, and once in a while she's felt like that too. Sometimes we have to do a, like a soft reset with the way we approach each other and learn how to invest in each other's needs and interests without overwhelming ourselves. One of the differences between my wife and I is that I can find the words needed to communicate how I'm feeling to her, but I fear bringing it up in the first place, while she, on the other hand, struggles to find the right words and thus is afraid to communicate because she doesn't know she's expressing her feelings correctly or politely. Moving on. The diagnosis of our child shifted everything as we read up and learned about ASD. The realization that you were on this spectrum dawned first on me and then on you, with what I don't doubt was great distress to you. For me, there was great sadness too, as it occurred to me that things I find hard in you were never going to change now. You were never going to quote-unquote snap out of it. And to give my uh, own side point again, even as a Spectrumite myself, there are times where I've wondered if my wife Kay would ever quote-unquote understand something. And it's a frustration I've had to address quickly so that it doesn't build up in me and turn into something uglier. Most of the times that we've gone to see a marriage counselor, it w it's mostly been to have a what we call an interpreter. Someone who can listen to both sides of the story and interpret one side's story to the other. I recommend that if you're in a marriage with a spectrumite or you're a spectrumite with a neurotypical person, seek out someone who would be good at that, at that sort of thing. Moving on. As you read this letter, listing my faults, of which there are many, in your head, I should say this. What I have come to see is how hard you have had to work to have the life you have, when for years I assumed the opposite. The times I was angry that you wouldn't take a risk or push yourself a little more, I now see is what you're doing every day. So this part is so important because it's something that neurotypicals and spectrumites have to realize about their spectrumite partner. Spectrumites inherit their own world, one that's often hidden from the people around them with the exception of the occasional glimpse. Maybe they'll even see it, but they won't be able to fully understand it. 
That being said, when Spectrumites get married, they're thrust into a new world, which means it collides with their old one. The two have to reconcile with each other and try to figure things out to get along. Marriage is a new world that requires a lot from them. In some areas, they have to change what they're fixated on so that their priorities line up with their new responsibilities. This means every day for a while after they first get married, Spectrumites have to get used to a lot of new things that they didn't get to slowly transition into. They have to change their routines in certain places. They have to adapt to a new level of relationship they've never had before. They have to be willing to make compromises in ways they haven't for other people before. And it can be very overwhelming and jarring for them, especially since it's, it's technically something that literally happens overnight. Uh, in terms of like going from not married <laughs> to married. For Kay and I, it put us both in a bad mood for a while. There were a lot of growing pains, and it took us almost a year to really situate our schedules and expectations in a way that was sustainable. Add the fact that a pandemic started two months after we got married, and I'm sure you can imagine how stressful that was for us. Moving on. The things inherent in most of us are a mystery to you, and I realize that you wish they weren't. I thought you didn't care, but I now see that you just didn't know how to show how much you do. I have a respect for you that I never thought I would, for who you are, who you have become, and for how hard you have had to work to get there. I know you hate your differences, and I know they make you sad, but they make you who you are. I would never say these things, we don't have these conversations, but when you told me, somewhat uncharacteristically, that I have given you a life you never thought you'd be able to have, I realized you might not know that you are precious too. I know you like a slightly over-the-top sentiment via Facebook. You know I do not. I couldn't bring myself to do that, but I thought this the next best thing and a fitting way to say thank you to you, ASD and all. So I really like this letter overall. It's a fitting message to a Spectrumite, and one that I think a lot of Spectrumites married to neurotypical partners wish they'd get. I love how she acknowledges her husband's differences and embraces them. That's the way to go. That's a good partner. It's a good reminder that marriage can work for a Spectrumite, and there are people out there with the patience and the compassion to work with them, even in marriage. And with that said, Kay and I together will see you next week. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.